welcome back to a new epi epi episode we're gonna just set the mood for you guys i got some pink lemonade brooks got her stanley mug the stanley the coveted stanley mug it truly is i was coveting coveting I was coveting so many mugs around town. I really so was. I wanted one for three years, and I don't know oh why. My gosh. I, just, I was like, that's so expensive for a mug. But let me just, can I just hype this up for a second? Yeah. It's 40 ounces. It has a straw that's perfectly aligned to your mouth and is perpendicular with the handle. So have you ever had a, a straw or like a mouthpiece that's like, Literally on the corner of a mug and you're having yes. to just like turn it in weird ways. But this, it's not a mug. It's like a flask for your water. Yeah. And you could put coffee or something in there. It just stays ice cold. And I kid you not, I don't care if it's the placebo effect or what, but the the water, water literally tastes better, tastes better inside this cup. Live taste test. ASMR. You don't think so? It's good. I don't know if it's the amount of ice that's in here. It's just not that cold. Oh, it's I not as cold as I would like. It. I didn't put that much ice in. Okay. It's good though. Yeah. So I got my Christmas decor up already, even though Thanksgiving hasn't hit yet. And this is like the first time ever that I've decorated this early, but I was just feeling it. I was in the Christmas mood. Yeah. Early why not? On. You got to give into some impulses. Yeah. This is as impulsive as I get. So I feel like pretty mild <laughs> why not we're pretty chill around here live a little <laughs> throw up that wreath put that star on that tree okay so there's been so much i've been consuming too much content i haven't been consuming as much because i can't find my airpods so i haven't been listening and watching as much stuff at work mm-hmm. but i have been okay i've i finished the last season of the demilio show have you watched that I think I saw an episode, but I just couldn't. I couldn't keep going. It is so, it's like painful for me to watch, but I can't help it because Mm -hmm. I think it's just so, it's so funny how cringy things gives me such an icky feeling, but I find so much humor from it that I just. still want more. Yeah, I still want more. I just get through it. Okay. And then I watched, this is a while ago. I finished Kardashians a while ago. And then. I had been watching this video and it was called The Button and basically it's a speed dating game and there's a person on each side of the table and there's a button in the middle and it narrates the date and it basically gives you questions to prompt each other's interests and hobbies and all these things to see if you're compatible and if you guys can actually go on a date outside of this game. So I'm watching it and I'm watching a guy react to it and they're doing a blindfolded type of audition, audition, my bad, dating, dating show. (laughs) It's actually, this is just the voice. (laughs) I'm just talking (laughs) about the voice. And there's the voice. So there's this girl on one side and this guy on one side. The guy is Asian. He's good looking. He's a good looking guy. The girl, she was a little bit bigger. Okay. Whatever. This guy, they're both blindfolded, you guys. This guy asked, can I have a hug? And she's like, um, sure. Like, she's kind of hesitant because I feel like she's piecing together like, oh, that's the whole point of this game is to just not have any clue what I look like. What, And you could kind of get a feel of what I look like if you're feeling my body. Mm-hmm. So he goes, can I get a hug? As soon as he hugs her, he sits down and he presses the button. And when you press the button, it means you don't want to be on the date any longer. So he presses the button. (gasps) That poor girl. They have like four more girls come in and they're all bigger and he hugs all of them. And he presses the button right after he hugs them on all of them. Terrible. Yes. They go, well, what was it? Like, what was it about me that you all of a sudden don't like after you hugged me? And he goes, I I just see you more as a friend. (laughs) And so the girls go back and they're like, he's making me hug him. And they put it together what he's doing. They're like, this guy, we're getting him out, you know? (laughs) It's just so messed up. I thought it was very funny, though. By the feel of you, you feel like a friend. (laughs) Yes, yes. 
not wifey material. Like, what is that? Ew. And oh, okay. Brooke hasn't watched it yet, but if you guys have watched Selena's, and by Selena, we know who I'm talking about, Selena Gomez. The only Selena there ever was. Just kidding. Don't come for me. No. We love the OG Selena. OG Selena's way better, but Selena Gomez has a documentary out called My Mind and Me, and it's all about her mental health journey and just about being famous and when she went through rehabilitation, her breakup with Justin Bieber, all the things. And it really pulled at my heartstrings. I can't lie. When I was describing one of the scenes of Selena Gomez expressing her frustration with just being famous and like feeling like she wants to put her efforts into something more meaningful and long lasting, like philanthropy or something. It just made me so sad because even though you can put your effort into all of those good things, those ventures, it just made me so sad because she has such a good heart and she wants to put her efforts into something that changes people's lives, which is all good and dandy. But at the end of the day, Her need is for something deeper and it's the Lord. And I feel like it's just so obvious. Mm -hmm. And if she just had like spirit filled people around her, I really feel like she would, that that problem would be solved. Not that she would find it through those people, but those people would direct her and be like, Hey, I think it's not just in what you're putting your efforts into. It's who is refilling your soul. Mm -hmm. Is it the Lord or is it these projects you're putting your efforts into or, you know, these trips you're going on mm-hmm. i'm confused though wasn't she really close to a bunch of hillsong people like yeah but that was during the justin ago? phase oh so i don't know if it was like after she broke up with him those friendships fell out or what i'm sure she's still in contact with some of them but i know she i don't i don't know i don't know i hope she's i, I know that she believes in god still she says it in the documentary but mm-hmm. well and we were kind of talking about before how she's put in this impossible situation like no one was ever meant to be that famous no one was ever meant to receive that kind of attention and adoration from Mm -hmm. other people like it's so unhealthy so not normal and And that's why you've never seen one celebrity be sane the whole time ever have a full long life of fame and be content Mm -hmm. because there's always more and you can never do enough and then once you have you're just bombarded by strangers. <laughs> that's why I'm not famous. Yeah, that's why I'm not famous either. It was a personal choice. It was a choice. It honestly was just like out of humility. When I was at, at that audition with all the five-year-olds, <laughs> I was like, I, I can't go down this when path. When I was being scouted in the mall, it was really the Holy Spirit telling me to say no, to shut that door. Okay, speaking of content overload, I've just noticed that there is such an emphasis on dark things right now through like YouTube, podcasts, everything is just, even TV. It's like, where's the lighthearted, clean, fun TV? It doesn't exist anymore, right? It's back in uh, sitcoms 10 years ago. (laughs) Seriously. Where's the Gilmore Girls? Where's the Friends? So um, I even think about things that we thought were so scandalous, like in the early 2000s. And I look back at it now, I'm like... There's nothing that clean on television anymore, you know? So, um, but I did want to say like, even a lot of, um, podcasts and shows that I would agree with from like a worldview standpoint, like even those can be so fixated on negative things sometimes. Like I'll give you an example. One podcast I love is Allie Beth Stuckey. She just hits some topics that I'm like, so so interested in, like, well, I won't get into all of it, but recently I've just been noticing this trend, even talking about like how our culture, she does respond a lot to culture and culture is very dark right now. Like she did two episodes on like the porn industry and pedophilia and like all of that and how it's all connected. And it was just so hard to listen to. And I was very curious because it is becoming an inc- increasingly larger problem and so I I probably stopped it like five or six different times because it was just so heavy like I could not sit there and listen to it but one great podcast that I have found recently that is so uplifting that is so encouraging every time I listen to it I'm like I want to go deeper in my word I want to go pray I want to go I want to know it's called Verity 
The host's name is Felicia Masonheimer. So Verity, V-E-R-I-T-Y. It's specifically specifically geared towards women, um, but it's so encouraging. And she talks on all these topics. Like um, I sent one to you actually about Halloween. Did you listen to it? Yes. No, I didn't listen to it, but I saw it. I'm I'm just being honest. Anyway, she's just very thorough and life-giving, and she focuses on the life-giving part of these conversations. And so it's not that she shies away from hard topics or things that are happening in culture, but she is more focused on, um, like what the Bible says, the, like the good, finding the good in things, um, operating out of your own convictions and not just reacting to the world around you. And it is so encouraging. So refreshing. Yes. Is like night and day difference. Even from people who I would like, I agree with 99% of what this person's saying. It's like their approach and their mindset and how they process their content really has an impact on your spirit. Yeah, totally. So that's my tip of the day. I have to say this to everyone out there who has a Netflix subscription. If Don't you, tell me to cancel it, girl. I'm not going to cancel it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you to go watch The Bodyguard. I feel like oh, everyone, yeah. all I, I don't want to judge you, Gen Z, but everyone in Gen Z is like, it's not an HD. I'm not going to watch it. Like I didn't say that. No, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you did, but like most people, actually, my husband's a little bit like this too. Sorry, Chris, for throwing you under the bus. But anything that like has an old film look to it it's like oh i'm not even gonna waste my time the bodyguard is cinematic gold it's okay. got the drama it's got the romance it's got the action it is just gripping i could not pull myself away from it today as i was folding laundry <laughs> and my riveting activities <laughs> i like holding a pair of david's little pants and i'm just like <laughs> kevin costner <laughs> like they don't make actors like this anymore and this is my hot take i think that actors today are so disconnected from reality that they don't know how to act normal. So it doesn't feel like as authentic of an acting job as like somebody who acted in the eighties or the nineties because they were more normal. Like celebrity culture was not so like perverted and what it is now, you know? So that's why I think those older movies are gems because the acting was better Honestly, the plot lines were way better. I just think we need to You would think that they would be better now considering all the technology we have and all the resources and all the stories and just like, I don't know. The best plot lines I see are documentaries based off of true stories. Yeah, but our society has been dumbed down. So writers are writing to appease the dumb mind. Yes. Hmm. I hate to say it, but it's true. That's sad. I know. Let's jump into today's topic. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. Okay. So today, we're playing a fun little game. Welcome to the first ever round of Hot Seat. Spicy, spicy. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. Whoa. Yeah. It's not that kind of hot seat. Hot seat. (laughs) If you've never played hot seat before, it's basically like truth or dare, but without the dare. So whoever is sitting in the hot seat has to answer whatever questions are thrown at them with 100% honesty. And what if, what if I'm not being honest, Rick, what happens? Is then, there an eject button on my chair? What yes. Do do? Then you're out. You're fired. You're not welcome back on our what podcast. What if I refuse to answer a question? If you refuse, there has to be a buyout option. Like if you don't want to answer a question, you have to buy me what? a venti. No, I'll just answer Shake the question. Shake an espresso chestnut praline with cold foam on I'll top. I'll just answer <laughs> the That's question. That's what you have to get me if you don't answer your question. Okay. <laughs> Little <Okay>. girl. <laughs> All right. Okay. So ideally this game is played in a group of people who are there in person and it's just, it's just more fun when it's in person, but it's still fun even in a podcast. So Grace is on the hot seat today and we're going to ask her all of your burning questions that you submitted and maybe a few extra. All right, Grace, are you prepared to share all? Yes, I am. Okay, we're going to start with a juicy one. Grace, what is your biggest turnoff? 
turn off and who? And my friend or my, you know, like, I feel like it's obvious. Okay. Well, Your friends just... don't turn you on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In a romantic partner. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Um, and a partner probably, if I'm just thinking about like a guy that could be approaching me. And automatically I find this out about him that it would just be like, oh, mm-hmm. I definitely am not going to even continue talking to you like that. Any type of hobby you have that you make a part of your personality, like that's who you are type of thing. I'm so supportive of, you know, mostly any hobby, mostly any interest. But if you are identifying with that thing so much so that it like is always coming up in conversation, that's all you can talk about. That's a turnoff to me. Like the gym. I don't want to hear about what you're doing at the gym. Just go to the gym, do your workout, and look good. Like, <laughs> I don't need to know about how you're doing it or why you're doing it. Like, just do it. Just do it and look good. Just do it and shut up. Shut up and look good for me. Thank you. <laughs> but it's the same thing for me. Like, I wouldn't... I don't know. What's something I like to do? I wouldn't, like, do some artsy painting on my free time and then tell like the person I was dating like the certain brushes I used and the different paints I use it's like just show me the painting and I'll appreciate it for what it is do you know what I mean yeah it that is a turnoff for me just relying so heavily on a hobby or an activity as like a part of your personality like just be yourself yeah meatheads at the gym I just you it's gym guys (laughs) that's who we're really talking about that's who we're talking about that's like the one thing i'm thinking about that i'm like ew yeah because i had a guy that was interested in me and he oh he would compete in these uh bodybuilding shows (laughs) hey if you're listening shout out to you dude you're really sweet but like (laughs) it was just not it for me and it was a really big turnoff for me he was just like obsessed with meal prepping and all these different like okay meal prepping is the most like mild one but (laughs) all these different supplements and just talking about the show and imagining him there like standing in that little suit (laughs) no that's spray tan though no (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i forgot about that guys this guy came (laughs) Again, dude, if you're listening to this, you are so sweet. I love you. Just not, I'm just, I'm outing you. I'm not saying your name. So one time he came to church and he had the darkest spray. I mean, he was looking like a different race. That's, that's the color they get for those competitions. I don't know why it exactly. Freaks me out. Well, the tanner you are, the more like defined your muscles are. Oh. But it's like, you can't just get something a couple shades darker. He's all showing up blackface to his <laughs> weightlifting competition. <laughs> you are canceled. You went one shade too dark, mister. He just has like magnolia matte black paint. Oh. <laughs> Put me in, coach. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. <laughs> Not the blackface. Okay. It's um, a little bit more serious. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? <laughs> Not with the gym guy. <laughs> um, in 10 years, I see myself married. Please, God, if I'm not married in 10 years. You'll just see me here recording for the rest of my life. Um, episode 398, still not married. Brooke's like moved out of state, has five more kids. I'm still going strong. Um, married. I have, I would think like two kids, maybe. Mm-hmm. It just depends when I get married. Two kids, maybe, maybe more, maybe less. Hopefully I've pursued some type of career or some type of ministry having to do with the deaf community i love that i would just i i hope in 10 years i've experienced nonprofit work Mm. pretty hands-on yeah and then have gone on some trips like my missions trip and then 
Hopefully I've gone to Italy by then. Hopefully with my husband. I hope to go to Italy with my husband if it's not me going by myself. Let me give you a tip. If you're going to Italy with your husband, don't do it on your honeymoon. Go later. Yes. It's not leisure type stuff. It's like exploring. Yes. Yeah. Totally. That said, I had a wonderful honeymoon until I got sick. But <laughs> Okay. What is your favorite topic to talk about? What do you think my favorite topic is to talk about? It all depends on who I'm talking to. Right. I feel like there's two sides of this. Like, what are you really interested in hearing about and hearing like discussions about and yeah. what gets you talking? Mm. Okay. So I would say what gets you talking? What's the thing that's like your go-to conversation? This isn't like a conversation starter, but if this topic were to come up, I would probably have a lot, have to, a lot say. to say. Yeah. Probably politics. If I were talking to someone who doesn't know much or is like, I just don't really get why Christians vouch for this. I would feel passionate about explaining the reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. I guess it's not something that comes up in conversation on the daily. Something that if I were just like out hanging out with a bunch of girls, relationships. I mm -hmm. love talking about relationships, love, life, marriage, even though I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Yeah, I'd say like love and relationships. I love talking about that. I just love hearing about love and relationships too. That's something I like discussing and hearing about. Yeah. I could listen to people's love stories all day long. Yeah. Like horrible relationship advice, good relationship advice, bad dating story is good. All this, all that stuff. I love that. That's so good. And of course, I love talking about the Lord. Love talking about the word. Theology major incoming. <laughs> Are you really? Wait, what? Yes, that's my major. What? Theology and religion. That's what I'm going to school for, Brooke. Why did I think it was something else? What did you think it was? I did not think theology was part of it. Theology and religion. I thought they were just like general like Christian education classes that you had. No, that's my major now. Get it, girl? Okay. <laughs> do you have any enemies yes i do i really i'm not saying this to be spiteful but when you say that i wish i could say no one comes to mind but i have two people that come to mind oh. and honestly they they've been my enemies for a few years do they know that they're your enemies i think one of them has picked up on it before. I'm pretty I'm pretty good at you know, suppressing my feelings and making sure that they don't show on my face mm -hmm. when that person's around. I'm really not around these people much anymore. Thank the Lord. I believe he's removed them from my life. But um <laughs> no, I don't I don't think they do. Can you share why they are your enemies? They both have ugly character. Ooh. And it's not that they don't know any better. It's that they know better and they continue to act like ugly people. Ooh, sucks to be them. Sucks to be them. I would hate wanna... for you to call me an ugly person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your biggest flex and your biggest insecurity? My biggest insecurity... I'm like, hmm, nothing comes to mind... No, I'm just kidding. I think my biggest insecurity would probably be certain life skills that I feel like I'm underdeveloped in, like financial insecurity. I think there's a lot about the financial world that I would love to know and would love to be having conversations about, and I'm just not knowledgeable enough about those. I have some basic knowledge, but like stocks... I really would love to invest in some stocks and to know about that. And I would just, love to invest in some stocks if I knew what they were. If I knew what they were and how to work them. <laughs> I've asked dad to like explain it to me and I've talked to him about it. And it just, I feel like he doesn't, I don't know if he doesn't know how to tell me or if he's told me 
the dumbest way he could and it's still just not <laughs> clicking like i i get what they are and i get how they work but then thinking about managing them i'm like wait I, okay you're losing me <laughs> like right now as i'm thinking about purchasing a stock i'm like maybe i shouldn't <laughs> anxiety through the roof yeah and then my biggest flex would probably be um I think my people skills, not just um, strangers, but how I love on the people in my life. Mm -hmm. I think I'm really good about checking in on people, loving on them, making people feel heard. Like, no one wants a friend that's just, like, spouting out things at you. Like, you want a friend that you can listen to you and can give advice when, when needed, but not every time it comes to mind Mm -hmm. I think I'm good at listening and yeah just making people feel loved I I 100% agree that should be your biggest flex I just (laughs) have to say this about grace um I let's say I have a friend I've seen this happen multiple times let's say I have a friend who maybe is not like one of my best friends but I I know them pretty well right somebody like I'm definitely closer to than Grace and they come into the room. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? You know, Grace comes into the room 10 minutes later and she's like, Oh my gosh, how are you? Gives them the biggest (laughs) hug. You would think she was their like long lost cousin or something. Like she just made them feel so embraced, so loved. And I'm like, Hey, what's up? (laughs) I don't do that to like, no, that's just Make who you it that are. Point. Right. That's who you I are. just don't want people to think like, oh, sh- if sh- if people see me do that, they're like, oh, it's it's not genuine. I just I like I just do that. You just celebrate people really well, and I love that about you. Oh, I love thank you. you. I lo- that's the thing though. It's like with giving gifts. Like Dad always says, like you're such a good gift giver. I celebrating people. It's just like, why not? Like, why are we not all celebrating each other's wins? I just don't get it. Like one of my favorite things that me and my friend group have ever done is when Jersey got her new job and we did a whole like dinner and just like celebrating her and who she is, Mm. that type of stuff. It's like, that's what life's about. It's just like celebrating the wins. I just love, I just love things like that. That's so awesome. Can I be honest though? I think what holds, and I'm speaking for myself too. I think what holds a lot of people back is that we get caught up in this scorekeeping. Like you didn't celebrate my win. So why am I going to go out of my way and do that Mm. for you? You know? I get that. No, I get that. And, and it's, it sucks because then that's what drains friendships. And then they're probably thinking like, Oh, you weren't there for me or you didn't celebrate my big thing. So I'm going to like, I'm not, I'm going to hold out for you. Then. Yeah. And maybe it's not even intentional, but it's just like, Oh, I guess we're not on that level of friendship where we like I celebrate know. that with each other. You know, it's like this slow no, fade that happens in friendships where it's just like, Oh, you're not putting in much effort. So like, yeah. well, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be the one looking like an idiot and right. I'm hung out to dry putting in all this effort into a friendship that you don't even care about. Right. You know, I think I've, I think I, can resist doing that because I've seen how it plays out when I'm the one to withhold. Mm. And it's like, I never regret being the one to be kind or to be caring. Like it always goes forward. But I will say I get like that with happy birthdays. If you don't tell me, Ooh, (laughs) go off. Yeah. Like if you didn't tell me happy birthday, I'm definitely not telling you. That's something that I'm like, kind of small it just depends who it is too yeah like i feel like if they're already borderline passive aggressive with you or kind of rude mm-hmm. i'm not telling you happy birthday what the heck honestly some of my greatest like friendship boosts have been because someone remembered my birthday i'm like i did not expect you oh, to remember my birthday yeah. and i'm like wow you actually care about me the thing though is is that if you have social media it doesn't really mean anything because it'll come up so true but if like for me, if someone remembers my birthday, I'm like, wow, thank you. Like it's in your calendar or someone told you word of mouth because yeah. I don't have social media. Yeah. Oh, putting it in your calendar. So 
I life have, saving. I like, three people from high school. I don't talk to them at all, but I'll text them every year, happy birthday, because it comes up in my calendar. And I'm like, oh, why not? Do you have any birthday hotspots, like, where a bunch of people have their birthday on the same day? Yes. Matthew's birthday. Yes. June 13th. Matthew, Lindsay, Sophie, Kristoff, Kristoff. And guess who else? Who? Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, born June 13th. No yes, way. Yes, I just found that out. Wow. I know. This is revolutionary. I know. What a great tangent. What a great day. Okay, next question. Grace, you have $20 to get snacks at a gas station of your choice. Let's say Sully's, for example. What are you going to get? We're going to go. This is just me going off my mood right now. We're going to go for some Cheez-Its. Some either Gushers. They've been having like the big packs of Gushers, mm, like the tropical mm-hmm. flavors. Oh yes. my gosh, yes. Um, And then we want something that's going to be not food because we already got our sweet and our salty. Okay. We want something that we can just chew on a gum, a mint, something like that. We're going to go for the hubba bubba. It's not long lasting, but it's a good time when it's in your mouth. (laughs) And then we're going to get a drink. What are we going to get? We're going to get an energy drink because in my mind, we're going on a road trip right now. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. And if Sully says Yerba Mates, we'll go for that because it's the healthier option and it's cleaner energy. But if it's just bad energy and we're feeling, I mean, we're already getting Cheez-Its and candy. We're getting a Celsius or a Red Bull. Ride the wave. Okay. Who well, was gonna- <laughs> Ride the wave, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like- Let's go. I'm going to hop into the car and go on a road trip to the coast. Okay. Who would you trade closets with? myself Um, (laughs) i actually have perfect style okay there are a few people i have like different different parts of my personality that i like to accentuate with clothing so it's like my your sporty look your girly look yeah my sweet and girly look and then like my really bold and daring and like fashionable side and then my yeah tom girl tomboy uh sporty leisure wear i love leisure wear oh my Mm. gosh um i would say either matilda jerf d-j-e-r-f our pinterest queen if you don't know who that is look her up curtain bang goddess love her and gosh i really don't know who's because all these celebrities you see, I'm thinking of celebrities. All these celebrities that you see, they have um, they have clothes for events, right? So, like, their personal style might be a little off. Mm. I'm not really seeing celebrities' personal style unless it's, like, an off-duty model. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking off-duty model, maybe, like, Hailey Bieber. Mm. Just, like, classic, casual, or... Honestly, my boss's daughter, Brie Banducci, <laughs> she has the cutest clothes. I love her style. Shout out to Brie. Shout out, Brie. I love you, girl. Okay, what's your biggest hot take? I would say being rich is cringe. Hear me out. Having money is amazing. That's so great. I'm so happy that you have money. Keep doing that. Keep getting that money. Keep getting the bag. What's cringe is when you look like you're rich. Notice how people like, well, Kanye West is just a different type of breed, but Kanye West right now, he's looking like mm, homeless. He looks homeless, but we all know the wad he has in the bank. Okay. And what I think is cringe is when people are decked out in name brands. Mm. I'm just not a fan of name brands. That could be a hot take on its on its own. Name brands are stupid. Mm-hmm. And like even bags, I don't want a name brand bag ever. Mm-hmm. Like I just want a nice, simple leather bag. You don't bag. want the logo or insignia the, yes. on the, on the yes. item. Sorry, that's what I should say. Yes, it's not the name brand. If the name brand doesn't have any logo on it, fine by me. Like if it's Coach, but it's just a brown leather bag, great. If it has the C on it, no, no, 
we're not doing that. Like, that's, I don't know why that bothers me. Do you like that? Like, when I see bags like that, and then it, and then when I see people wear, like, a Gucci belt, but then they have, like, Shein pants, and I'm like, wait, (laughs) I feel like you can only wear, and this is just in my head, for me, I I feel like I could never personally wear a name brand, I mean, high-end name brand things with my Target clothing. It just doesn't, it doesn't mesh. Mm. Okay, Grace, what do you miss most about being a kid? No expectations for the future. Mm. That's like all I can think about now. It's like, who am I going to marry? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? How am I going to raise my kids? How am I going to keep making money till I die? (laughs) I, I wish I didn't have to think about that. And in a way, I I don't have to worry about it, but Mm -hmm. I do think about it. Yeah. I mean, like, the Lord really does lift that weight off of my shoulders when I'm really dreading it and really feeding too much thought into it, but it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to really fight to be present when those things are still looming in the distance. Yep. Okay. Who is someone that you would want to be stuck in an elevator with? We're going two routes here. If we're going a friend. <laughs> I'm not going to say who I really want to be stuck in the elevator with. <laughs> mm, I'm going to say Jersey girl. Jersey girl. We love to laugh. Jersey or you two together are a really good time. Yes. <laughs> we do have a good time. And if there are other people in the elevator with us, that would just be even better because they're just material for like the jokes we're going to make for our judgments. Duh. Um, and then if it were like a celebrity, what celebrity makes me laugh? I'll just say Jersey. Okay. Moving on. Okay. What do you want for Christmas? I want Invisalign really bad. I can feel my teeth shifting and they hurt my mouth sometimes. And I thought everything would be fixed when I got my wisdom teeth pulled out and they weren't. But besides that, because I really don't think that's going to happen unless I'm paying it for it for myself. I think I really want. I would love to get a Pilates class. But then I'm like, is it even worth going if I'm going to go one time? It's like, okay, what's I going to do? It's just an experience. (laughs) Make you wish that you were rich. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, what's the last dream you can remember? Speaking of Jersey, Jersey and I were laying on a bed in my dream. dream. (laughs) (laughs) Let's qualify this. Jersey and I were laying on a bed. I was just telling my small group girls about this. What really happens at small groups? And we're laying on a bed on our backs. I'm just painting the picture. And in the middle of both of us is none other than the Beebs himself, Justin Bieber. And scandalous. I don't know if I was sleeping. I don't I don't know. We weren't like even under the covers or anything. We were literally just like laying like planks <laughs> and then like hands to our sides. And he turned around and they start kissing. And then he turns around to me and starts kissing me. And then he gets up, stands up, walks out of the room. And Jersey and I are like sitting up and I'm like, did he just kiss you? Even though I like am literally laying right by them. Mm -hmm. And I'm pressing her. Did he just kiss you? Yeah, he did. Did he kiss you? Yeah, he did. And we're just both standing there in awe. And we're like, wow, I. I can't believe this has happened, but we really don't mind. And then we just move along. That was it. Do you have a celebrity crush on Justin? I really don't. I don't know what that was. I think I had watched a video about him like that night and he was just in my dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Random. Okay. What's your love language? Quality time and words of affirmation. That's what the love language test told me. And I feel like it's pretty true. I really just feel like they're all of them. Like, whatever I'm not getting, that's what I'm needing. You know I what I mean? I just love to be loved. I just want to be loved. But, no. I think quality time because that's the thing you can't buy, you can't get back. And so, to me, if you're spending your time on me, 
It's like, wow, I really mean a lot to you. Mm. And words of affirmation are nice every once in a while. Okay, guys? Tell the people you love you love them and why you love them. Yeah. Because sometimes people are just so caught up in their own insecurities and mm. what they think of themselves. They need to be brought back down to earth of who the people that really know them see them as, mm-hmm. you know? That's a good reminder. What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? I feel like a lot of the advice I've received has been recycled advice, either a quote that someone has said or things of that nature. It's not really a one specific, it's not like a one liner that just hits really hard. Just not looking to left or right of you of what people are doing and keeping content with what you have and what you have going on you know not to compare stay focused ministries (laughs) yeah (laughs) shout out to manny i feel like i've gotten better advice than that but you know what's the worst assumption someone has made about you the worst assumption someone's made about me is probably just that i'm really mean that i'm rude that i am like two-faced or something Mm -hmm. just because I guess there have been times I've had like an RBF and, you know, in high school, it's just like, oh, Mm -hmm. she seems really mean. And then just from that intimidation factor, it's like certain people aren't going to approach you and Mm -hmm. start conversation with you. But then whenever I've initiated conversation, they're like, you're way nicer than I thought you were going to be. Like, what did you thought I was going to be mean? (laughs) That makes me so sad. Have you ever broken a bone? Yes, I've broken my arm jumping on the bed nonetheless actually jumping on the bed um I just had to fall into that trap it's like every bedtime story that any kid has ever read their whole life and then that's what I decided to do no more monkeys jumping Jumping on on the the bed (laughs) yeah why did I do that I broke my arm and then did I break something I think I broke my pinky I don't I actually to this day don't know if I sprained it or Broke it. I thought you broke your arm twice. Jump, Did I? Jumping on the bed and then running into grandma's wall in in slow. I see. I you think, would know better than I did. I think you did break your arm twice because one was when you were two. You were Why so did I little. run into a wall? You just had a need for speed. My gosh, idiot. Um, <laughs> Grace had the cutest little bob haircut when she was a little oh, girl gosh. with little bangs and she was adorable had so much energy just a little bundle of joy i remember mom making me get that haircut i hated i hated it i was devastated when you grew out your hair i was like just cut it short one more time oh you were so determined like you were not gonna have short hair anymore that's so funny yeah but my pinky was from slamming it in a fire firewood door Oh my gosh, it's like six inches wide. Ooh. Horrible. What makes you really angry? Thinking of people pushing around or picking on the people that I love. Like when I think about the time our brother in elementary or junior high or whenever it was, was getting picked on at school. I think that was one of the times I felt the most anger in my body, like heat rising, you know, like to your ears and just feeling like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to lose it. I would say that. Yeah. That's a good reason to be angry. Yeah. I'm like, that's righteous anger, right? Yeah. (laughs) Come on. That's, that's how you love fiercely. You're a loyal person, Grace. Thank you. Okay. What are your... Stop, stop, no, stop. Keep going. Um, what are your relationships? No, stop. <laughs> I'm like, stop. This interview's over. <laughs> okay, go. What are your relationship deal breakers? Juicy question. Um, I'd prefer you not to cheat on me, but like whatever works for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um obviously I was just talking to someone about this, like cheating versus during dating versus marriage and it's like I talked to one person I was like if they cheated on you while you were dating like 
Would you give it a second chance? They're like, I think it just depends how. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. So in case that's even a question in someone's mind, um, cheating, that's very obvious, though. Something small would be, I think my family just doesn't like you. Yeah, that's not small. I feel like that's huge. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's not small. I, my mind is going a different way and then it redirected again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's big. If my family doesn't like you, there's just no practical way we're going to get along. Like, I'm not going to isolate myself from my family so I could be married to you. Yeah. And like, we're going to be involved with each other's family. That's just that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> What are your relationship deal breakers? My sister doesn't like you. For real. <laughs> My sister's a good judge of character. You know, Love you, right. Lauren. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Both of them are. Um, what do you... <laughs> oh, thank... <laughs> okay, so we're winding down. We just have two questions left. And the first one is do you have any regrets yes i definitely do i hate when people say they have no regrets shut up yes you do we all do (laughs) um of course good things can come out of bad decisions but at the end of the day there are probably some scenarios that we wish would have played out differently Mm -hmm. i would say for me a regret i have would be honestly this is like so random not taking my education more seriously in high school. Really? That is so random. I don't know why that just came to my head. I feel like when I was in high school, I didn't really put my all into my grades and into the, even, even like the different clubs. Like I wish I would have done debate or something. That's something I really felt like I would have been good at. That would have sharpened a part of my mind mm-hmm. that I'm already Like, now I'm trying to sharpen. Mm -hmm. So, I guess just getting the ball rolling in that area. Um, But, yeah, not because for grade sakes, just to have good grades, but to prove to myself that I can Mm. be the top of my class if I really wanted to. And it's not that I couldn't. It's just that I was like, this is, I knew in my head, this is high school. I'm going to a junior college right after it's not a big deal, so I'm just going to try to pass my classes. And I would slack off and, like, sure, I had fun and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, looking back, it's just, like, it didn't really matter, but I could have just – I wish I would have seen it as a thing to prove to myself, not to my teachers, not for my parents, but just to say, man, like, I did this because I wanted to. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. Okay, last question. Do you have a favorite memory? I have a lot of good memories as a child growing up. I feel like even recently I've just, there are some things that I've done even just by myself that I'm like, I'm going to look back and really cherish this. But one of them that comes to mind, maybe not favorite of all time because I I just can't put a label that strong on something, but my mind actually won't let me. One of them would be either you coming home from LA and surprising Luke and I at school. Brooke hid in the back of my dad's truck and we got into his truck and he was like, there's something in the back for you. And she stood up in the truck and was banging on the window and we were so excited we missed her so much and she was like her other mom her other mommy was home and then um that's just something that comes to mind another thing would probably be oh something really sweet is my dad and I we went on a sunset motorcycle ride together and then we drank grapefruit pellegrinos at the lake and we just sat and talked all the sunset. It was really sweet. I love that. Yeah, it was a really good night. Quality time right there. Quality time, see? I love Once that. again. Grace, I just love you. Oh, I love you too. Well, I hope you all enjoyed listening to a little bit more about the famous, the beautiful, the talented, the lovely Grace Renee Vinson. 
We'll be back again soon with some festive holiday podcasting. Ooh, Christmas time. And guys, if you don't know, we do have an Instagram. I hate to be so basic and plug her on Instagram, but you know, we got to. It's at your go-to podcast, T-W-O. And on Instagram, that's the only social media we have, right? Yep. Yep. And you can find us there, see our posts to update you. And we do a lot of polls on there to get your feedback of what you want to be hearing about. So if you have any suggestions for our Christmas or holiday episodes, let us know and we will try to do a little spin off of that. Yeah. Feel free to DM us. Let us know how you're feeling, what kind of content you'd like to see, what you want more of, what you don't, what you care don't about. like. Which one of us you just want to shut up a little bit more? I'm just kidding. Probably me. <laughs> no, I'm thinking me. They're like, why is Grace in the hot seat? We actually do not care. Like, give us the tea. What's going on? Grace, you're you're famous. You're low-key famous. You're like millennial famous. All the millennials look at you and they're like, wow, she's what it looks like to be a cool Gen Z. She's teaching us what's hip. No, that's not true. Yeah, our listeners will back me up, huh? Okay. All my millennial girls out there, yes, they'll back me up. Well, I'm glad to serve a purpose. If that's the only thing I'm doing in life, it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sad. I was just kidding. That's a joke. I hope that's not the only title I have when I go to the grave. (laughs) They said, millennial educator, (laughs) we love you. Rock on. (laughs) <laughs> faithful wife and mother and millennial educator <laughs> social mogul <laughs> total mogul oh man well you guys stay safe i hope you guys have an amazing thanksgiving yes. let us know what you're thankful for and again like we were talking about with words of affirmation this season is just so dear and precious to our hearts We just want to encourage you guys to go out and tell someone why you're thankful for them if you are. And if you aren't, then just keep that mouth zipped tight shut, okay? (laughs) And we love you guys so much. We'll see you in a few. Love you. Bye. Bye.